Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Glenn Brown, Lord, I live right here on Radio Pulpit. 20 minutes after 1 o'clock, we get into a healthy tour, courtesy of Dr. Pito this afternoon. We're going to be chatting to him right here on Radio Pulpit. Tatana Makama, I see you. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate you checking up. Uh, on me and just checking in really thank you so much really appreciate you appreciate you as well wherever you're listening to Radio Pulpit from uh, maybe in your car driving to or from work and maybe you're just at home taking it easy on a Friday afternoon, whatever it is that you're doing. We really appreciate you. We really, really appreciate you. We're joined on the line this afternoon by Dr. Pizzo. Uh, Dr. Pizzo, good afternoon. Thank you so much for your time. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me on the show. Lovely, Dr. Pizzo. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Dr. Pizzo, a dynamic expert in his field. He's trained from the University of Limpopo. That is Medunsa, known as Esifakomahata University, a vision of providing quality health care to the community you know, in which he serves. Uh, motivated by the need to improve the service provided by a loved one, um, you know, one which almost resulted in fatality in Sasselbe, but, you know, this was an inspiration and motivation for him to really render uh, quality service uh, to his people, which is really, really beautiful, Doctor. This, this is, It's absolutely lovely, you know, when you qualify and you, you, you go back and serve your community. Yes, yes, thank you. Because I'm saying, like the previous doctor that saved my mother's life, mm. that's the only reason I wanted to become a doctor. I don't want to like you. Wow. So it wasn't, I just read through it because I thought it, it may, you may have been inspired by, you know, a negative, um, something negative happening where you didn't receive adequate service. But in this case, you received adequate service and this is why you got into it. Yes, actually it was excellent. And mind you, that was a, a government institution at the time. Wow. So honestly speaking, you know, when you are at a point you have, uh, you sort of lose faith, you literally you think this human is going to die. Like, yeah. we prayed, we did everything, went to the Sangomas, you know, we were crying constantly. I thought she was going to die. And then here we are, she's still alive. So I'm very, very grateful. Wow, sure. Uh, so this, I mean, this is for the rest of us. Wherever you are placed, you know, wherever you are placed, whatever industry you're in, it's really important that you exercise and do it so well, you know, yes. do it excellently. You are ministering to other people, you know, in ways that you will never understand. Here you are now serving uh, communities and you're helping us this afternoon as well. So just from that good service that you received back then. Now, Dr. Kajan, CPR week, you know, uh, CPR week is really about raising awareness and the importance of learning CPR. Maybe explain to us what CPR is and why it's important to the rest of us. Yes. Um, uh, I'll try to simplify CPR. Yes. Um, in the full term, is cardiopulmonary resuscitation. And then when you say cardio, you basically mean the heart. Mm-hmm. And pulmonary is the lungs. Now, resusc- resuscitation is to resurrect or is to restart. 
Now, when somebody's heart stops and the lungs, you know, they stop, then that means you cannot deliver oxygen to the vital organs, of which the most important organ is the brain. Now, when you do CPR, you want to restart the heart, you want to restart the lungs, you can deliver oxygen to the brain and the most other important vital organs. So when it comes, when it can beat on its own, that's when we can say it is a sexual CPR. And the most important thing is that each and everyone can learn this life-saving, um, simple uh, procedure. And I think the assumption most of the time is that a health worker or someone else uh, should know, uh, uh, you know, sh- should be able to do perform CPR. But you're saying each and every one of us actually have a responsibility to learn, right? Yes. Just imagine you are at, um, you just say this big mall, Menlin. You know, you know it's got a lot of parking sites. Mm. And then you're alone, you see someone falling down. Sure. And then uh, it's, it's on a Sunday afternoon, you're just there alone, it's just you and that person. You know, just by do starting compressions and shouting for help, that simple thing can save a life. Mm. That is why each and every person, you know, all across the world, they should learn this thing. It is life-saving. So that is, even at a crisis, you know, at school, you leave your kids with the, the teachers, you know, and then uh, a child collapses there or something happens, even the teachers need to know. They need to learn CPR. Mm. So it should be something that can they can put on some curriculums in primary schools, high schools, Everybody should learn it. I don't like you. Sure. It's, it's important that we do. And imagine if you are faced with a situation at home as well, like you're saying, at times, mm. you know, performing this as quickly as possible could save a life. But if you yes. are going to call for help, you sometimes may be too late. Yes, exactly. If you just run around, you might be wasting time. Yeah. Are there institutions yes. or places where one can learn? Or is it packaged yes. with other things? Um, you know, there's a basic life support uh, courses that are, there are many institutions that offer in the basic life, life, uh, life support services or the course to family members. Mm. So even in Medi-Clinic Med Forum, you know, they offer those services. There's uh, also um, this other company, they call it, uh, what do you call it? Classen and Classen. Yeah. It's one of the biggest companies that we use here in Pretoria that they teach family members as well. So it is the, the, the courses are available everywhere. You can search online, they are there. Mm. Yes. And I'm sure now with, with a lot of these courses may also be available online for for one to do. Yes, yes, they are. So unfortunately, you know, you can watch videos online, maybe on YouTube. However, you have to do it to get the feel of it. Mm. So that's what the dolls there that they used to practice with. So you, you gotta learn how to do it a bit. But once you get it, then you, I don't. It's not a skill that can go away. Yeah, yeah. Simple as riding a bicycle. Sure, I'll put that on my to-do list as well. I know I'm. Please a, do it. I want to learn how to swim. Uh, you know, because as a mom, I feel like if if now I've got two daughters, and I always feel like if they were to find themselves drowning or anything of that sort, it really scares me knowing that I cannot save them, you know, and this is why I want to learn how to swim. But I think same goes for CPR. It's just as important. 
Uh, yeah, no, put that on your list, doctor, please. Yes. Put that on your list. Oh, we are doing one. this. Now I'm <laughs> going to learn CPR and other things. You need to learn how to swim, please. <laughs> yes, I'll do that. <laughs> I think a lot of us are tired of posing with our swim yeah. hair in, in, in yes. swimming pools. No, it must yeah. end. It really, really must end. Yeah. Uh, now, Dr. Pizzo, I mean... What many might not know is that, um, you know, not fully understanding that it's that receiving CPR could actually be a choice. I had no idea. And that there's an NDR that, that comes in. Mm. What then happens if someone does not want to be rescued? Okay. Um, I think I need to clarify that, you know, to receiving CPR, especially in the health institution, mm. uh, it is it is not really, like, it's not like you have a choice. When you come to the hospital, we will let us take you. Yeah. The only choice is not to receive CPR. <laughs> oh. So, yes. So when you when you find a DNR form, which is the notification, uh, which is a legal document between the physician and the patient. Mm-hmm. So when you send that document, and then if all the procedures are followed correctly, then basically you are saying, you know what, in case my heart stops and, you know, please do not try to resuscitate. Let mm. me go. Let natural uh, death occur. You know, let me rest in peace. Sure. And that obviously only, does that only apply in, in hospitals and obviously nowhere else? Yes, uh, it applies in hospital because, um, for example, when you come, in, let's say you come to emergency center, and then uh, you know I know whether you've got a terminal disease. I don't know your mm. your, your your condition is a natural, is a is natural or unnatural. So you know it only, only applies to people that are on a like a terminal disease, uh, like the four cancers, the elderly with poor prognosis, people with you know there are people who are very sick that they qualify to send it. I see. However, if you are on the streets and you collapse, I see you are born. Yeah, you will ensure yeah. that that person, mm. um, you know, gets a second chance and they're saved. Is there an exclusion? Yes. I mean, you, you talk about people that are terminally ill and so forth and so on, but is there an exclusion of those who can sign this form? And and what are the common conditions it's used under? Um, um, you know, the the biggest example is this. Uh, I can just paint scenario so that it becomes easy. Right? Yeah. As I was saying, uh, if the, the the nature or the the cause of death could be unnatural. For example, you come to a medicine center in the forum and then uh, you you just involved in an accident. You are bleeding. You cannot come and say, Doctor, bit on a sun dinner. You know. Mm. I mean, I know I can the bleed yeah. or a gunshot or unless you become admitted as an elective for a major surgical operation you cannot send dinner because you could be having uh, complications from anesthesia from the surgical complications so if that happens intra-op during the operation you cannot say you cannot say okay she signed dinner let's let her go you know so the death needs to be, first of all needs to be natural mm. and then uh, it that's why it's a very sensitive procedure to follow. 
it needs to be fully understood before signing the NRA. You don't just sign in jail. So the exclusion is those type of cases where the death could be unnatural. Mm, sure. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it is Radio Pulpit. It's 28 minutes before top of the hour. We're joined on the line by Dr. Bito and we're talking about CPR. It's CPR week. Uh, it is about raising awareness about the importance of learning CPR. I'm going to do this, Dr. Bito, then we'll make our way back in and wrap it up. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Radio Pulpit invites you to nominate members of your community to take part in the Standing Community Committee. As part of this committee, you will inform us of what you think of the Radio Pulpit programs and tell us what is happening in your community. Listeners from Pretoria, Tswane, Johannesburg, Soweto and the East Rand can be nominated. Christian women, men, the youth and people with disabilities are welcome to take part. The committee will consist of 12 members on a voluntary basis and meet twice a year. Send your CV or your nomination CV with their consent to gospel at radiopulpit.co.za for consideration. That's gospel at radiopulpit.co.za. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit, impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. Attention Radio Pulpit listeners, we have a limited stock of Setswana Daily Devotion books. To receive them, kindly send an SMS to 37871, starting with the word Setswana, followed by your name and your address, and 10 or more books can be sent to you. If you wish to collect the Daily Devotions at the Radio Pulpit Head Office, you are more than welcome to kindly contact our client services at 12 3341200 It's Radio Pulpit your daily companion we are joined on the line by Dr Bizo uh, with I must say a very inspirational story uh, you know what drove you into getting into medicine it's quite inspirational and should motivate the rest of us to really perform you know whatever opportunity you are given uh, whatever workspace you're in, to do it with excellence, really, because the, the, yes. that resulted in you being here and you practicing and, and really giving the best of you in your career. And, and that's something, obviously, that, that's appreciated. Um, now, we're, we're talking CPR uh, this afternoon. If you've just joined us, we are talking to Dr. Pito at CPR Week, and it's about raising awareness about the importance of learning CPR. And he explained a couple of, of, of things. We've got a question uh, here uh, coming from... Uh, we've, we've got a question on WhatsApp via 082657 That's our WhatsApp number. And if, if you also have a question and you want to send us through, please use that number, 082657 uh, And uh, Cookie Stefan says, good evening, Paul. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'd like to, to ask the obvious question, how safe is it to give... Uh, or receive. Yes, actually, I had that 
question at the back of my mind. How safe is it to give or receive um, CPR with our prison situation? And and really, I'm really not clued up on this. This is very, it's a very important subject uh, that we ought to familiarize ourselves with. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for that important question. Uh, how safe is it, uh, meaning in terms of COVID? Yes, yes. Um, to, 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 to give and to receive. To give and to receive. Yeah. Well, the most important thing is you have to know, uh, in terms of receiving, CPR is a life-saving procedure. Mm. So we need to get heart started. You cannot delay that one. Yeah. So you, you need to receive CPR if, if in case you need it. However, to give CPR, you as the person who's going to access the next person, the most important thing is yourself. You mm. need to protect yourself first. So, um, for example, when you do a CPR in these conditions, uh, to protect yourself, number one, you have to know there's no mouth-to-mouth. Uh, that blowing into patients' mouths and trying to give oxygen, you don't do that. You just do compressions. Okay. And number two, you need to cover the face of the person or the patient on the floor. So you can get a towel or a cloth, something just to cover the face. So those, that is you protecting yourself first. Mm. If you are not protected first, unfortunately, you cannot do CPR. Possibly exposing yourself, and then the next thing you'll be the patient. Yeah. So you yes. cover the person's face, yes. and I, I assume you also keep your mask on. Yes, exactly. So you're all you're wearing your mask. You're well protected, and then uh, you know if you got some gloves or some plastic to cover your hands, do that. And then uh, no mask, mask, and then you just do compressions. Compressions. So, because yes, I, th- I think a lot of us always assume that compressions go hand in hand with mouth to mouth. Like it, it's important no. that you. So in this time, only compressions. You just compress, compress. That's it. I Until see. Until you receive the professional help. Yes. So you can resuscitate someone without doing mouth to mouth. No. Yes. I mean, sorry. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can actually. That is sure. the best way. Oh, I see. Yeah. We are answered. Cookie, I also hope you answered. I am definitely answered. Thank you so, so much for that. And, and thank you for asking that important. Yeah, that's uh, yeah it's, it's such an important question. Um, mm. And maybe lastly, can a senior clinician or, or family family member, you know, contest the form? We, we spoke earlier on about how one can sign a, a form. You know, yeah. not agreeing to be resuscitated, and you spoke about you know when yeah. this is allowed. But can yeah. one can con- contest in this case? Um, you know, honestly, let me just say, signing a DNF form to not resuscitate. Number one, it's a big decision from the patient. Yeah, it's a very very sensitive uh, you know process. Mm-hmm. So the family needs to get involved. So me as a physician, I cannot sign a DNR form in secret with you. You understand? Mm. Yes. So it's something that you need to involve the family, probably the psychologist and the social worker. You know, people need to understand. There shouldn't be any surprises. Only when those processes are followed, there is no way it can be contested because the decision comes from the patient. I see. Or if the patient is not capable of making an informed decision, 
and the family will decide for the patient. In cases of someone who's in, who's in coma or brain dead, the family will decide, but it's a process. You don't just sign it as quickly as possible. Mm. So no senior clinician can contest it, no family member can contest it, provided the, uh, the, the process has been followed correctly. If then they just took shortcuts, then they can come. I mean, imagine your mother, Sandiana, wrote the doctor in secret, and then, you know, you can go and like, but you don't know about this. Mm. And you can be contested in that, in that case, yes. Sure. Thank you so, so much. Um, yeah, I think I have a message that I'm not even able to read. Oh, Nibawa, we need to learn all these other languages. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ne? I've got, I, I'm writing this down. Remember, we spoke about swimming. We spoke yeah. about swimming in, in, well, in your case and mine, CPR as well. I've just added something else to my list. Uh, yeah, I've just added something else to my list in learning other languages. It's quite important. Dr. Pizzo, thank you so, so much. Really appreciate your time. I appreciate your contribution. Just before I, I, I let you go, um, what are, like, how would you like to conclude this? Just your closing remarks before I let you go. Uh, okay. Um, I just want to say, as we emphasize, I cannot emphasize this enough. <laughs> Each and every person on this earth. <laughs> needs to learn how to do CPR. Mm. And then uh, I'm so grateful about that question that uh, how to do it during these pandemic times. So we need to remember the emphasis is just to get the heart pumping. So the compressions alone, they are enough. And then uh, again, the most important thing, we are on this earth, we're all going to live and die, I know, but we're here to help each other. (laughs) So this is a life-saving procedure, and then uh, if you do that, trust me, you are going to help someone. You don't know when, you don't know where. Yeah. You know, yes. And I suppose it's not just for your family or people that you know or people you know that you're familiar with, but it can be at a supermarket somewhere where you are able to rescue a life. Yes. Lovely. Thank you so much, Doctor. Really appreciate your time. Appreciate your contribution this afternoon. Bless you. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you for the listeners for listening. Thank Lovely. you so much. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.